Welcome to Built from the Inside Out with Brianda Nava. As an industrial organizational psychologist, certified nutrition coach, and owner of BCN Supplements, Brianda brings you a holistic approach to health. Join us as we dive into the seven dimensions of wellness, physical, mental, spiritual, social, occupational, financial, and environmental health. Get ready for practical strategies, expert insights, and a supportive community that will empower you to thrive in every aspect of your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Built from the Inside Out. Today I'm here with Monse Castañeda. If you're on Instagram, you probably know her as the Injury Paralegal. Hey Monse, how are you? Hi, Brianda. I'm so great. Thank you for having me. Of course. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Well, Brianda, um, like you said, I am on Instagram as the injury paralegal. And I, people would know me as the first step to their settlement check. <laughs> um, this just means that I help clients who have been involved in a car accident and myself along with our team with, uh, with Adami Garza Law Firm, because I work for Adami Garza Law Firm, we help clients who have been involved in a car accident and who have been through an injury. Um, so we help clients from beginning to end all the way from getting the vehicle situation resolved and helping the client connect to doctors who have the experience um, to treat these type of injuries and lastly recover what they are legally entitled to for a compensation due to the bodily injury uh caused by somebody else's negligence that's awesome and i'm so glad that you guys are out there doing this for people <laughs> i personally yeah. used monse uh was it an accident La when was it last two years ago in 2022 time flies Yes, I don't even remember. <laughs> it was uh, January of 2022. Uh, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to bring you on because you helped us so much, and the service was excellent. And I just wanted to share with everybody: like, if anyone is ever in an accident and they don't know what to do, come on, say. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity through your platform, um, you know, reaching if it's one person, 10, 100, I really hope that at the end of this video, they can walk away knowing, okay, this is exactly what I need to do after a car accident. And, you know, through your testimonial and many others um, through our social media um, or even Google, you'll be able to witness that we have a lot of great reviews from clients. And I think it really is um, just us portraying the help and the information that we want to share so that that's what clients or future clients take away with. Yeah. And the whole time when we were going through the whole process, I always felt like your top priority was my health. So I really appreciate that. So tell us a little bit about you. What made you want to do this? What got you started? Well, um, just to take it back real quick. Um, soy nacida in Mexico, de Guadalajara, Jalisco. Uh, I was born in Guadalajara, Jalisco. Um, and I have been living in Houston for the majority of my life. Um, you know, I think when you're young, you don't really know what path to take. 
it's just kind of funny how life works. It starts uh, putting you in the right path by uh, discovering yourself and working your way up. Uh, for myself, actually, um, I was involved in a car accident. This was, oh my gosh, uh, probably 2011, 2012. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I didn't know what to do. I was very young. Um, I just remember being in a car accident where it's kind of a funny story. The gentleman who rear-ended me was having an argument with his girlfriend, oh, rear-ended no. my car. Yeah. And uh, that caused me to collide to the vehicle in front of me. So it was a chain-like reaction with four mm. vehicles. And, um, you know, I was shooken up, very scared, didn't know what to do. Um, at the time, I wasn't fortunate enough to know Adami Garza Law Firm, but I hired a different attorney. Um, and I actually was able to experience that process. Um, and it's just kind of funny how life works. It allowed me the opportunity to live that exact process that my clients live to be able to resonate the emotions, the process, the weight, the timeline, um, getting the MRIs, going to the chiropractors, all of that process. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I really don't have any other explanation then um, as to how I got here than just one day I was working in um, a totally different field. Um, our hours were cut. Again, I was very young at this time. And I, you know, wanted to discover a different career path for me. I uh, applied at a really big law firm known here in Houston. And um, I walked in there not knowing anything except for my own personal experience. And immediately, I guess, you know, my persona or my passion um, mm -hmm. allowed me to jump a few decisions up even without any experience except for my own car experience oh, wow. and yeah um, you know working in that uh, law firm for almost three years maybe it's two years and a half um, it allowed me to gain a lot of experience and way beyond the experience it allowed me to understand that mm. I was meant to do this. Um, I, I loved everything about it. And I think I loved it so much more because I could relate um, mm. to being that client, you know, years yeah. back from when I started working at that law firm. Um, so to answer your question, I mean, I'm just a girl from Guadalajara, mm. Jalisco, who uh, is fluent in Spanish and who throughout time has been able to discover that this is my path to help others who've been involved in a car accident because I've gone through that and to use my um, heritage, uh, meaning my Spanish and voice for those that um, have concerns regarding, you know, their immigration status or simply because I speak fluent Spanish and I can communicate mm. very adequately with um, the Hispanics and Latinos in our community. I love that. And I love that you have that story because I have heard people say that your purpose is 
take something that you've been through that impacted you and then go help others after you've learned, you know, the process or the lesson or whatever it is. So I love that because you're definitely on your, on your path. And I could feel it too as your client. Um, you're very passionate about it. I could tell that you love what you do. And like I could feel like the joy the day of whenever we met up and I was like, oh, oh this is so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to lie. It's like I do an inner dance because it feels <laughs> like an achievement. It feels like a success. Oh to be able to hand that um, very worthy, you know, check to all of my clients. Every case is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I really like walking away at the end of the settlement knowing, okay, mm-hmm. we recovered the maximum possible. And <laughs> I, there was blood, sweat and tears behind <laughs> that. <laughs> um, and- you know, I'm exaggerating, but it really does feel like that for me. Yeah, no, and uh, yeah, in some cases, yeah, sweat, blood, and tears. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, and I think also like it's so awesome because like you have the power to impact people and like completely change their lives if you know they they choose to. But like you have that, you're able to do that. So I think that's amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you so yeah. much. Now that you're talking about Hispanics and um, helping your community, it made me wonder. Um, I wasn't going to ask this because I hadn't thought about it until just now. But people who don't have like the legal status and they're maybe they're scared. Uh, how does that work? Maybe they're in an yeah. accident, and then because a lot of them, you know, they're they're scared to do certain things because of their status. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. I mean. Um, you said it very well. I don't think that there's any other word than literally they are afraid, they are scared, they are worried. And um, I think that it's so important to do this type of um, information, give this type of information. I think that's what social media is all about, sharing this information. And so for anyone that's out there, quien sea, quien esté allá, if you are an immigrant, if you don't have papers, if you are in the process of um, an immigration process, it does not matter within your legal status. Um, there is an opportunity to settle the case in pre-litigation. Pre-litigation means, you know, before going to litigation and going through court and whatnot. And when going, through pre-litigation, um, you, you, you stay away from, again, you know, the litigation process and anything that has to do with it. Um, so that's one thing. And secondly, you are a victim of somebody else's negligence. So mm-hmm. that has nothing. It's like immigration and personal injury don't really cross, cross paths. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with um, one another. So um, if you're in, in DACA, on DACA, if you are just, again, you know, have no um, immigration process, if you are going through an immigration process and you've been involved in a car accident, you have the right to retain a law firm and ask, you know, um, if they can evaluate your case and give you the guidance. Your immigration status has nothing to do with it. 
Um, there's really no other way to say it than just that it has nothing to do with it. That's good to know. So for anyone listening out there, and it's not just people with a, you know, with that status, but I think anyone. If I can speaking from a personal perspective, when it first happened, I was like. <gasps> Oh my God, what do I do? I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I should take the ambulance ride. I didn't know. I was so clueless. And I'm just so glad that I decided to call you. Uh, we were talking earlier before we started recording that uh, the reason I called you was because of your Instagram handle. Like that's the first thing that came to my mind, the injury paralegal, <laughs> because it happened. And then, so obviously I called my husband, but he was working and he's like, I don't know, like 40 minutes away. So he was, you know, when I called him, he was like, I'm on my way, but it was, I had to wait, right? So, and then the cops showed up and I was like, oh my God, I've never been in an accident, at least not like that. And I was like, I called my friend who she's like my, my insurance agent, I think is what mm -hmm. it's called. And, you know, she was helpful, but then I was like, I remembered you. I was like, let me call her and ask her what I should be doing. And then, you know, and then we can go from there, but. Yeah, yeah, so I don't I was going to say don't change history. your Instagram name, but <laughs> do whatever you want. It's your page, but I just want to say that it it made me Thank call you. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um again, going back to social media and marketing mm -hmm. and branding, um I remember coming up with the injury paralegal. It was difficult because I I, I wanted something that again resonated with me and, you know, putting just the logo and everything together. Um, but it's just kind of crazy how the injury paralegal has been out there now for um, a couple of years now. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it's just beautiful to see it grow. And I didn't understand how much it was going to allow me to help and connect and guide mm -hmm. and everything with others. And it's just been a beautiful, beautiful growth. Um, yes, when involved in a car accident, it's so important to remember, I would say three steps for sure. Okay. <laughs> but at I, I highly encourage that you try to remember five. Okay. Um, first thing, call the police. Um, mm -hmm. There's nothing worse than not calling the police um, to try and get an officer out there. Um, what the officer will do is they will try to um, investigate the scene, meaning, you know, hey, is this a, a rear end accident? Okay. Or what is your version, driver number mm -hmm. one versus your version, driver number two of how the accident happened? And they will uh, literally put a report with all of this information. So step number one, call the police. Step yeah. number two. Can I uh, add something to yeah. that? So I'm really glad there was a lady there, actually. So when it happened, it was the driver of the truck that hit me, myself, and then there was this other lady at the, on the other side. And she stayed and she she called the police because I didn't know to call the police. Honestly, I don't do, is there a number? Do you just call 911? <laughs> It's just so sad that I still don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, calling 911 is your better option. Um, mm -hmm. One, because literally it is the number to call when you have severe injuries and, you know, you need ambulance and all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Two, when you call 911, um, mm -hmm. the calls get recorded. So mm -hmm. 
there has been plenty of times where um, our law firm has requested the 911 uh, phone calls because there's some information in there that we can use for mm. the case. Okay. Um, the only time that you essentially, I mean, you can call 911, but unfortunately an officer doesn't always come out is if the accident happened in a parking lot, um, let's just say uh, at the mall or at, uh, you know, whatever shopping center, that's because mm -hmm. it's private property. Huh. Um, but okay. you can always still call, um, mm -hmm. but the majority of the time, uh, an officer won't actually go to the scene. So at that point, it's just better to exchange information. Um, but yes, okay. step number one, call the police after a car accident. Mm -hmm. um, the second step, very, very important is, you know, your injuries, evaluate yourself. Um, mm -hmm. If you know you have broken bones, bruises, nosebleed, whatever it is that's going on, even if it's not going on and you feel like you need to get checked out, you can uh, request for ambulance to arrive at the scene and um, they will attend to you, check you out and take you to the hospital, you know, should you need to. So mm -hmm. um, a lot of clients are afraid to go to the hospital from the scene. Um, I would encourage it, especially if your injuries need it, um, mm -hmm. but at least try to get checked out by the ambulance and or right after the scene, go to the urgent care. Mm -hmm. um, if you choose not to go to the ambulance or the hospital, go to an urgent care. So yeah. that would be the second step. And then um, the third step, um, which hopefully is before the mm -hmm. ambulance ride is take pictures of everything. Like mm -hmm. when I say everything, I mean everything scene, the scene of how the accident, you know, where the vehicles are placed, the mm -hmm. vehicle for your vehicle and the other person's vehicle, their insurance card, their ID. Um, if you can take a picture of them, it is completely legal to do that. Um, oh, you really? know, you, you can take a, a picture of, I mean, you're taking a picture of the scene. So if the person right. is on the, at the scene, you know, mm -hmm. you can take a picture of them in there. Unfortunately, okay. it has happened where insurance companies are like, oh, well, there was no police report and we can't verify that our driver, our insured was actually driving that car. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by you taking a picture of the scene and that person, the driver being on that photo, well, we can validate that that person was in fact the driver. Um, it's okay. just, again, retaining this information that you just never know if you need, but it's better to know to do it if you don't have it. Yeah, no, and that's good to know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So uh, step three, take pictures of everything, insurance <laughs> card, ID, uh, everything. And sometimes, you know, people don't give you the insurance card. They rather wait mm -hmm. until the officer arrives for them to give you the insurance card. That's mm -hmm. fine, but point is to ask for it. If you don't ask for it, it can delay the process because now we have to mm -hmm. wait until the police report arrives to gather that mm -hmm. information that a camera could have, you know, captured. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So I would recommend step number four being don't talk to the insurance company. The mm -hmm. insurance company is not your friend. Um, mm -hmm they're not representing what our potential client would be they are there to represent their insured 
So mm -hmm. they don't have the best interest for our potential client. They have the best mm -hmm. interest of their insured. And it's silly, but sometimes something as uh, silly as a phone call from the insurance company asking, hey, how are you doing today? And you saying, I am okay, thank you. They will mislead that information to saying, on this yeah. day, they said they're doing okay. Um, mm. It's crazy. I remember when you told me that. I would get phone calls and they'd be like, how are you doing? I'm like, who's this? <laughs> Which one? That's how to handle it. Yes, that's exactly how to handle it because mm. you just never know, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, what we like to do um, at our law firm or at Adamigar's law firm is that um, I like to share the names of who my clients will be speaking with. That way they mm -hmm. know, um, okay, you know, this person is handling this part. I know to talk to them. So if a Susie or whatever the you want to use calls me, I know, mm -hmm. you know, it has nothing to do with the law firm. Um, so yeah, that's something that we um, always strive to communicate so that the client knows who to talk to. Um, so mm -hmm. step number four is don't talk to the insurance company. And uh, step number five, it's um, call an attorney, call a law firm, get a guidance, um, just get someone who's on your side, just like the insurance company of the defendant is going to be on their side. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just just get a law firm that knows what to, what to do, how to handle the situation, and mm -hmm. truthfully, to take the headache away from you because there's a lot a lot of phone calls involved that the client doesn't always see, and it's yeah. a headache. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes, yes, but that's what we're there mm -hmm. for, you know, to take yeah. that headache away from my from our clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. So going back to, I'm going to go back to step number one uh, yeah. to share like a little bit from like, I guess, a client perspective. Uh, so yeah, calling the police is so important. I didn't think of it. I didn't know what to do. Honestly, I got off uh, the car after and then the driver, he was, uh, I guess he was on the phone with his boss and he was like, talk to him. He wants to talk to you. And then I was like, so I took the phone call and then he was like, Hey, he was like, don't get the police or the entrance involved. We'll we'll settle it between us. And I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> I was like, I didn't like I didn't know what all could be done, but right. I knew to say no to that because people would try to take advantage. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. They will diminish your case mm -hmm. by hundreds and thousands of dollars. I am not even exaggerating. I mean, mm -hmm. again, every case is different, right? But mm -hmm. as the person who was not negligent for the accident, you have the right to get guidance simple mm -hmm. as that you know and i think again trying to share this information is if you can walk away with anything is know that you can retain an attorney you can call a law firm you can call just to get guidance and then go on from there yeah and also like when it happened to me i i didn't think of calling an attorney that was Honestly, the last thing on, on my mind when I called you was because I was like, I had an accident. What are the steps that I need to take? What do I need to do? But for someone maybe who knows that they can get an attorney, maybe they're like, oh, well, maybe I can't afford it. What do you have to say to them? This episode was brought to you by BCN Supplements, our all-natural supplement company. First off, we have our hydrolyzed collagen. This is a four-in-one. 
It comes with vitamin C for better absorption, hyaluronic acid, and biotin. So this is good for your skin, your hair, your nails, and your joints. And this is for both men and women. Next up, we have our immunity, which is a 7-in-1 vitamin. It has vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, echinacea, elderberry, black pepper, and garlic bulb. So this will give your immune system that extra boost. And lastly, we have our natural pre-workout. It does have 325 milligrams of natural caffeine from green tea. It is sweetened with stevia, and its purpose is energy, focus, and endurance. And for our listeners, we do have a discount code. If you visit our website, www.bcnsupps.com, you can use code BUILT, B-U-I-L-T, for 10% off. Thank you so much for listening. That's a really, really wonderful topic that you just touched. Um, See, when working with an attorney's office, I think that I'm going to explain it exactly like I would explain it to uh, a client. Mm -hmm. You let's just say you're retaining a realtor. A realtor is going to show you the house and then the other house and then the other house and then the other house. They're going to do all of this work, right? To get you to the right house. And they're going to also help you do all of the paperwork and um, connect you to the loan officer and all that good stuff. And it's not until the very end that they help you purchase that home that the realtor gets paid their percentage of the work that they did. Meaning you as a buyer never pull anything out of your pocket to pay for that realtor, right? It's the Mm -hmm. exact same thing with a law firm. Um, Any attorney's office, any law firm that you retain, including Adami Garza Law Firm, your cost is $0. And the reason being is exactly using that example as a realtor. We do all of the work, you know, we from A to Z, we do it all. Mm -hmm. And then a demand gets composed against the insurance company. Um, Once the demand is sent and the settlement is recovered, the attorney fees are paid from that. So the client does not have to pay anything out of pocket to retain an attorney. I love that. That was a great analogy. And it's good for people to know. You know, it's just, it works just like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people can resonate with realtors and the purchasing or selling of a home. So Mm -hmm. um, that's really the best way to explain it because it's very true. You don't pay anything. The the fees get paid at the end of the settlement recovery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think a lot of people also, when they think of attorney, they think, oh, expensive. So they might be hesitant. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very true. Obviously, you know, uh, different lines of uh, attorneys are, are different. Um, to my understanding, when you retain an attorney for a ticket citation, you do have to pay up front to mm-hmm. have okay. them help you get that like dismissed or whatever, um, mm-hmm. or, you know, a divorce attorney or you are paying for their services up front. It is mm-hmm. so different with personal injury. Uh, we work off a contingency basis. The law firm works off a contingency basis. And um, it goes back to that. They don't pay for any, uh, the client doesn't pay for anything. Um, mm-hmm. The attorney fees get paid, gets paid at the end of the settlement. I love that. And I love that you yeah. guys do that. Yeah. Okay, so we're at the accident site. We called the police. 
we got the information from the driver, took his entrance, took pictures of everything. And now the police are asking you if you want to go to the hospital, if you want to take the ambulance ride. And maybe you don't have insurance. So you're like, oh, I can't afford that. What do you have to say to someone like that? Um, I would say, first off, it's a personal decision for the client. The client, you know, has the right to, to go or to not go. Um, that's a client's personal decision. With mm -hmm. that said, when there um, is health insurance or the client has health insurance, and let's just say the hospital does charge um, the health insurance for whatever services they render to the client, the health insurance will actually um, reach out to the law firm and say, hey, we paid X amount of money for this visit um, related to the accident, so we want mm -hmm. our money back. Meaning they will put a lien and uh, try to subrogate whatever it is that they paid. And so we will include that into the demand. Um, mm -hmm. If the client does not have health insurance, um, it's same thing, uh, very simple. They will bill the client directly, but the law firm will do its job and recover the medical records and the medical bills from uh, the hospital and whichever other provider and include that to the demand um, that will be sent out to the insurance company. So if you have health insurance or if you don't have health insurance and you need to go to the hospital, just go. That would be something I would do. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to ask, would you advise for them to go just to be safe? Um, because I've heard also stories where like the client's like, oh, no, I feel or, you know, anyone who gets in an accident, I feel good. And then the next day they like died because they had like an internal thing or something. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you had cases like that, but that's like just crazy stories that you hear, you know? Yeah, no, there, you know, it happens all the time that my clients are like, oh, no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And I have the conversation with the client and I'm like, okay, look, there's a lot of, of adrenaline going on. There's a lot just going on in general. And, you know, the reality is life is moves fast. And, you know, a lot of us, we carry a very busy life. So sometimes it's just like, oh, I have neck pain. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'll just like mm -hmm. forget about it. Or I'll just take Tylenol or something. But the reality is it could be something way deeper than, you know, the client really knows. So that's why I would encourage it as one of the five steps, seek medical attention. If you choose to go to the hospital, if you go, go to the um, urgent care, if you get checked out by EMS, great. But mm -hmm. don't let it stop there. Um, go to, again, a doctor, a Cairo um, uh, MD that would help you find out what is that little neck pain that you weren't having and that, you know, you're maybe just trying to put it aside because again, we carry such a busy life, but the reality mm -hmm. is there could be more than just a little neck pain that um, again, maybe an MRI will help you uh, be able to understand what is that pain or what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I can say from like a client's perspective that you guys are pretty thorough when it comes to that. Like I, like I said, you the whole time you made me feel like my health was your priority. And you're like, but how it do really you feel? Was. <laughs> 
it really 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 was um you know maybe it goes back to that experience that i had um you know a lot of clients uh, whenever they're in the process of getting an mri they discover they're claustrophobic um the mri machine i don't know if you remember it's it's mm -hmm. very small and you know clients call me and they're like oh i don't want to you know do an mri but i share with them because it really does matter to me um and their health does matter to me and i share with them like different alternatives that they can attempt you know um mm -hmm. to try and get the mris um and same thing goes with um the scarring uh right mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. it's important to work with someone who really truly cares because in my opinion there are some law firms that overlook at that stuff mm -hmm. um they overlook at the fact that the client had a scar and never do anything about it and i feel that because i genuinely care and i'm i'm happy to hear that you you felt that because it really um it really is true i wanted to make sure that that was looked at for you because um i didn't want it to go unattended or sometimes you know uh people get ptsd after a car accident oh yeah so it's a matter of the client sharing, you know, like, hey, I'm feeling this and then um, we can try to help again, connect with someone that could help out with that. Mm -hmm. So there's just a lot of things. And I feel that as a paralegal, my job is to talk to the client to find out what's going on with the client. What are they feeling? What's changing? And uh, just try to get them the help that they need. Yeah. And uh, talking about PTSD, I remember that it, I even you had even had me go to uh, therapy and talk to a psychologist and which was really nice because I felt like I needed it at that moment because, uh, yeah, it's real. Like after I didn't want to drive, I didn't. I was like, like it's my so even even riding passenger, like my husband would be driving and then he'll have to break all of a sudden and I would like freak out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's you know, okay. It's okay. Um, it's just crazy how this all works. Um, mm -hmm. my accident was over 10 years ago and mm -hmm. till this day, sometimes I still get PTSD. Oh, um, wow. I feel, oh my gosh, especially when two 18 wheelers are like side by side, mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh yeah, get through this Monse, get through this. And you know, a lot of times there's not, um, enough monetary compensation to literally erase that from your brain mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. it's just in my opinion working with someone who you know has done their absolute best to help you get mm -hmm. through that stuff and to help you recover the most possible proving that stuff because would we not have helped you or we, would we not have asked you about that and not, you know, try to help you resolve that part? I also mm -hmm. probably wouldn't have been able to include it to your medical records and mm -hmm. consequently to the demand. Right. Yeah. Maria, like I said, you guys were very thorough. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. And um, I really appreciate everything y'all did for me. It, that's why I'm like, if anyone calls me, they had an accident. I'm like, come on, say <laughs> you're so sweet. What to do. thank you thank you yeah. you're so sweet and um you know what's really important too is that um 
the team, my team, our team is um, just equivalent as caring about all of this. And I think that's what makes us stand out. Yeah. What, uh, what are some of like the most frequent questions you guys get? I think um, one of them is definitely with my Latinos, mis Hispanos, mm -hmm. Mexicanos. ¿Qué pasa si no tengo uh, un estatus inmigratorio? Which we covered. Mm -hmm. And the answer is, don't worry. Give a law firm a call. Get guidance and, you know, go from there. Um, the second very, very important question that's I, I kind of make that face because it's really tricky to answer is how mm -hmm. long does this process take? Uh, mm -hmm. And I have had uh, actually just recently, what month are we in? October. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my mind my mind lost track of what year and month we're in. But uh, the accident happened. I'm remembering this now so vividly. In September 27th, I actually posted about this last week on my Instagram page. We received not only a release for the full policy limits, but the settlement check. So in less than one month, we were able to recover oh, wow. the money that was available from the insurance company. And now we're mm -hmm. working on everything to get the case, you know, closed out because that's the client, what the client wishes to do. Um, Is that the fastest you have closed? In my eight years of experience, <laughs> it actually was. Um, okay. I, nice. I, I have had um, three cases right now, back to back. I'm not going to mm -hmm. say insurance names or anything, um, mm -hmm. but um, it worked out to where it just made sense for the client. Um, mm -hmm. in, in this particular scenario, we were able to recover the full policy limits, a hundred percent of what was on the policy. So there was you know, we recovered everything. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, just to show you, there are cases that work just like that, just as quick as that. There are cases mm -hmm. that go on to litigation um, and they take even further and more than two years. I personally mm -hmm. uh, at the law firm focus um, on the pre-litigation side. My mm -hmm. goal is to settle, um, help settle the case before um litigation um if it makes sense for the client okay. so that would be another question how long does the process take mm -hmm. and legitimately it's every case is different um it could take you know as quickly as that example or yeah. it could take a year or it could take mm -hmm. a year and a half or if it goes on to litigation it can even take longer um, on mm -hmm. average i like to say about 12 months 10 okay. to 14 months but that's just a, my humble opinion as to mm -hmm. an average time there's no specific um i guess if i could share one more thing maybe mm -hmm. it would be about the car um a mm -hmm. lot of times going back to how long does it take um a lot of clients ask me you know let's just say today's the car accident we live in Houston, where if you don't have transportation, you are going to fill it very, very soon, right? Because mm -hmm. that, that's how we get from point A to point B. We know how terrible the metro is mm -hmm. and how un, uh, just accessible it is. So we really all rely on our vehicles and transportation. So 
clients um, tell me, okay, again, example, I got into a car accident today. What do I do? Uh, how mm -hmm. long is it going to take? And there's really two things that we need in order to be able to help the client get their vehicle situation resolved. Mm -hmm. And that is for the defendant's insurance company to say, we accept liability, meaning we accept fault, and mm -hmm. we have coverage on our policy. Um, meaning, you know, that the insurance is up to date, they paid for it that month, so on, so forth. There's different um, exclusions, if you will, but pretty much for them to say, yes, we are accepting we're at fault, and yes, there is coverage. The liability portion is really the majority of the time what we have trouble with, meaning that unless a defendant says, hey, I was at fault, I admit it, you know, then the insurance company may accept responsibility pretty quick, but nobody likes to admit that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's why we relay on pictures. That's why we relay on mm -hmm. the police report. Um, that's why we relay on the evidence. And based upon that information, the evidence, the police report, the pictures and all of that, we send mm -hmm. it off to the insurance company and say, hey, look, if coverage is not an issue, well, clearly, neither is liability here's the information mm -hmm. and so um that would be another question um how long does it take for my vehicle to be resolved um kind of goes back to the same thing it's a case-to-case -case basis but the sooner we have that information um, to be able to get liability and coverage cleared the sooner we can help the client with that and you know with the rental the repairs the total loss payment all the good stuff so I would say that's another very, very common question. Okay. Yeah. I remember with my car, it was, I feel like it was pretty quick. I wasn't. Yeah. 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 yeah um, unfortunately, there are some cases. Let me give you a perfect example. Not uh, mm -hmm. too long ago. So this case was particularly different. Um, <laughs> our client was driving. And the defendant, I guess, was in a hurry. I don't know. But mm -hmm. he was driving behind the client and he swerves to get out and go onto a ramp. But as he was doing that, he noticed that there was construction in front of him. So he he's behind. I'm so sorry. Backwards. The defendant is in front. The client is in the back. The defendant, mm -hmm. you know, he's driving straight and so is the client. And the defendant, um, I guess, in a rush, tries to go to the ramp. And mm -hmm. going into the ramp, he realizes that there's construction and then swerves back onto the lane. Mm -hmm. By doing that, he didn't realize, the defendant, that there was a vehicle in front of him. And so he came to a sudden stop, like literally, like sudden stop, seconds. Um, mm -hmm. And not only that, but he like merged into what would be the client's lane again, uh, very suddenly and abruptly. So the defendant mm -hmm. rear ended, I'm sorry, the client rear ended the defendant. Um, mm -hmm. In the state of Texas, usually, you know, if you are the person who's rear ended, it's easier to prove that it wasn't your fault right because you were mm -hmm. rear-ended but in this scenario the defendant was actually in the front 
and, you know, made those moves that he wasn't supposed to. And mm -hmm. therefore it caused our client to rear end him. Um, it took a really long time to prove mm -hmm. it. We did diagrams. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have a witness. Well, the client had a witness and it just mm -hmm. took literally a very long time. Fortunately, mm -hmm. our client had um, first party insurance, which means he had comprehensive and collision you know, in his insurance to where he could just pay the deductible and mm -hmm. they got his car repaired. But that's just to give you a very confusing <laughs> yeah. and, um, headache of, uh, you know, uh, of a case for mm -hmm. our client. But, you know, I mean, the reality is Pobrecito, he wasn't at fault, right? right? And he needed to have someone on his side that could prove that. And we mm -hmm. did just that. And that's why it took so long um, to to be able to get liability accepted. But sometimes other law firms are like, we'll toss in the towel because uh, this is just too much. It's taking too mm -hmm. long. And yeah. I think that's where compassion and empathy and talking to the mm -hmm. client and, you know, just getting really, really real um, and empathetic comes in you know if i if we would have given up on that case mm -hmm. who knows if the client would have won this because we really did our homework we really did our due diligence to prove that he was not at fault um yeah. i forgot to mention the defendant mm -hmm. fled the scene so Oh, yeah. That, that sounds like a headache yeah because i was under the impression that if you hit someone from behind you're at fault no matter what no matter what that's what yeah. it is so the, the fact the, that you guys were able to, yeah, yeah. So the fact that you guys were able to turn that around, I'm like, wow. Yeah, but yeah. it's only because it really did happen this way. The yeah. defendant really was driving, you know, um, mm -hmm. not properly and he braked and he fled the scene and it was just crazy, crazy enough. But we were able to do the homework and prove that our client was not at fault. And um, it was a pretty complicated a case in that sense, but I'm very, mm -hmm. he's so happy and pleased with us because he really, he really felt, I kind of like what you were telling me, he really mm -hmm. felt like what, that we were doing our best. We were doing our best to get him results. Yeah. yeah. How did you guys find him if, if he fled the scene? Did uh, he get the witness. The, going back to the witness. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, some clients, I, I almost want to say have angels and mm -hmm. the right person comes at the right time. There was a, a witness mm -hmm. who, you know, we hunted down as well to try and get um, the witnesses information and give the witness a call and ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. um, but she was literally pretty much an angel in this case because she was the one who um, also re obtained the information for the defendant who fled the scene. So um, little does she know would it not have been for her. Maybe he wouldn't have been able to get this information and we wouldn't, you know, it all trickles down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, okay. Because whenever you said witness, I thought maybe somebody in the car with him. And then I was so, wondering, does that, you know, like obviously they're going to be on his side. So, so it was just like some random person, some random vehicle. Wow. Um, it was the vehicle behind them. 
she kind of saw everything that happened and Mm -hmm. she she did a very volunteering action which was to try and pursue the defendant oh wow and she just got the license plate numbers and we we had to just make it work with license plate (laughs) numbers we didn't have insurance nothing okay yeah wow that's crazy Some things so are pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. Is that your most wild one? Um, would you say? No. I think no. every case is different. Um, mm-hmm. I I probably would need like eight hours to tell <laughs> all, all, all of the cases that I witnessed um, yeah. and that I help with. But mm-hmm. um, I just, I think I, I, the best answer I can say is every case is different all the way from right. to how it happens to the facts of laws to the injuries, to the treatment process, to the experience, right, that the client has, um, right. to the needs the client has, and mm-hmm. to the settlement and the time and the time frame. Yeah. Okay. So to recap all the steps. So step number one, call the police, right? Mm-hmm. Step, step number, number two, two, take pictures? Yes. Okay. Step, step number, number three, three, get medical attention. Okay. ASAP, if you can, urgent care, EMS, ER. Yes. Step number four, don't talk to the insurance company. Uh, Step do not answer five, your phone. Yeah, Let it go to voicemail. Yes. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, yes, yes. And then step of number five, um, get an attorney. Mm-hmm. Hire an attorney's office. Call one say. <laughs> you can call the injury paralegal and I'll help you connect to... Uh, a resolution. Absolutely. I'll How can they reach to. out to you? Um, well, Instagram, the injury paralegal and on um, the injury paralegal, I have a little contact and it has uh, my email phone number. Um, I, I was going to almost say my phone number. I didn't know if you wanted me to do that, but it's, if you want them paralegal. to call you, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> you can call me anytime. Uh, it's uh, the injury paralegal contact box. My phone number, email address is there. Or call Adami Garza Law Firm. Look us up. Our phone number. Ask for Monte. I'm happy to help. And she's the best help you'll get. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate that. It's beautiful how life works. Um, you mm. know, we I, we met. I don't know if you remember, like two years ago. At a Monica's event. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we connected on social media. Mm-hmm. Then the, you know, accident happened. And now here I mm-hmm. am uh, having the fortunate opportunity to be on your podcast. Yeah. Talking about angels, you were one for me. Aww, and it's so crazy how it happened because literally we met once. We talked. <laughs> I really liked your personality. Like you really stood out to me. And then. Thank you. I started following you. And then every time I would see your post, it said the injury paralegal. So like it stays in your brain. I feel like when you see the name. Yeah. So whenever it happened, even though we hadn't really talked since, I was like, let me message her. <laughs> she knows what you to know, do. It's been happening a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Old friends from high school, middle really? school. Um I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm, it feels like I'm doing something right because I'm mm-hmm. starting to, to see that I'm able to, you know, connect with um, people that I haven't talked to in a really long time or new people. 
And um, it just feels really, really good to, again, even if it's just one person that um, takes away this information from this podcast and it helps them. Oh my gosh, I will literally do a happy dance. Because <laughs> you know, I never know that person might then give it to another person. That person, it just reciprocates. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm welcoming all, uh, you know, that needs to come my way and to continue to help me pave this path. And mm -hmm. I'm just happy to help, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have that mentality, God blesses you even more. Yeah. Because I say I the same thing. I'm like, if my podcast reaches one person and it helps that one person. So whenever I get messages telling me that oh I learned something from this or I changed this that I used to do or now I'm doing you know like they just like share with me or I shared my podcast with or I shared your podcast with my son who's like going through yeah. college and things and I had him listen to it and I'm like oh. like it just makes your day you know it's, yes, it, it makes yes. you feel like you're doing the right thing um since you said that I'm mm -hmm. uh reminiscing and remembering uh, the very first time that I listened to an episode uh, of your podcast actually Ali was in it and uh yeah. now I'm here so that's just a really <laughs> cool uh yeah. circle of life how it all just kind of works out it's 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 a blessing I'm excited yeah, it really is thank you for listening I feel like that's how it happens like whatever you put your energy into it you end up there somehow like you'll be like following someone and then somehow you end up getting connected with them or you know yeah. you just you just never know like god works yeah. in mysterious ways very mysterious ways and to be honest mm -hmm. insurance stuff law firm stuff paralegal stuff can be really boring sometimes because it's like the same thing over and over again like we don't have a really cool service no not service a really cool item to sell does that make mm -hmm. sense like we're not selling okay. anything like it's not something flashy yeah like it's okay. not like oh i have a really cool jacket that i'm trying mm -hmm. to sell you and you can style it in so many ways <laughs> it's more like literally just the same information over and over again now mm -hmm. when we are working the case you know it's different for us because again it's a different person different fact different everything but mm -hmm saying the same information you know over and over again it's not really necessarily always fun to hear but oh my gosh it is so good to know yes. because you never know when you need it mm -hmm. yeah. and yeah and maybe because you you work in it but as someone like myself it's probably <laughs> out there like lost not knowing any of this <laughs> I didn't know any of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it, and you're helping people, so that's much better than a flashy jacket. Oh, absolutely. It, mm -hmm. There's uh, the other day, um, probably like three months ago. So my daughter is now 11 months old. Mm -hmm. And this um, Hispanic couple was involved in a car accident. And she was so sweet. She bought my daughter a little dress for her. Um, I had another client offering to make us empanadas, you know, and I think That's it awesome. goes back to that, just feeling that connection. And um, mm -hmm. even though, you know, it, it, me sharing the five steps over and over again is the same information, it doesn't take away from the results and the outcome and that mm -hmm. connection with every client being different. And I appreciate that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe you think that everybody knows that because you say it all the time because it happens to me with like the supplement company. I'm like, I don't know what to post. Like, everybody already knows everything. Like, fitness is such a big industry, and everybody knows everything. And then people will ask me questions, and I'm like, oh, you didn't know that? Okay, let me let me address it on my Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So keep sharing information. Just not everybody knows everything. So it might be something that you're like, but I thought everybody knew. There's people out there who don't. So yeah. It, yeah. 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 You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you would like to share before we go? Um, just the fact that uh, feel free to reach out to me. I mm-hmm. um, again on Instagram as the Injury Paramigo. Mi nombre es Monte Castañeda con el Bufet de Abogados at Amigarsa Law Firm. Ready and happy to help. If you have any questions, our team I think is um, equipped and knowledgeable and happy to help as well. And um, literally just a dm or phone call or text message or email away uh with any questions that you may have Mm, i like it and this is just a suggestion for me but if you were to do a tiktok where you share information (laughs) that would also be helpful (laughs) do you have one i do have a tiktok it's also the injury paralegal i'm going through this social media growth I think I'll put it like that. Okay. Um, again, the injury paralegal, you know, came from a paralegal case manager that works at a law firm. I work at a Demigard law firm who mm-hmm. um, has now over eight years of experience. So I've been doing this for now eight years. And mm-hmm. the injury paralegal came from, hmm, I think I have some valuable information I could share and it's just kind of been growing. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm going through that growth of uh, my social media and my content also matching up to my. What happened? Uh Uh-oh. There you go. There it goes. (laughs) (laughs) So So you were saying you're going through a growth with it? You're trying to like. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like change it up a little bit or what? Yeah. Just, you know, maybe um, modernizing it, changing it up, making it better. Yeah. I I think I'm going through the same thing. I haven't started yet, but I want to start talking since the podcast is about the seven dimensions of health. I want to start actually teaching people about the seven dimensions. So I start making videos and just using my platform to teach. Versus like, because if you look at my TikTok, if you look at my Instagram, it's very much a personal account. So I want to like kind of switch and be like, okay, if you're on my account, it's because you're coming here to learn about the seven dimensions of health. Like really niching niching it down. Is that the word? Niching it? I'm from Chihuahua. So, you know, niching it. Those words are hard for me. (laughs) (laughs) My accent may be getting in the way too. (laughs) Yeah, so that's cool that you're doing that. That we're going through yeah. that right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see where it all leads, but I'm happy mm-hmm. for the growth. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy to hear that. And uh thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this podcast with me. And I know that you this podcast is gonna be of help to someone out there listening. 
Yes, I, <laughs> I, I really think so too. I really think that um, someone's going to listen to this and remember those five steps. Mm-hmm. And then I'll try to edit it too, to where like they're listed on the screen. Okay. So yeah, they can hear it. Great. And if they're watching the video, they can read it. So it'll be in their brain. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. Thank you, Brianna, so much for this opportunity. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you for making the time. And for everything that you did for me, I'm very, very grateful. Aw, big hug virtually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And for those of you listening, uh, you guys know if you want to reach out to Monse, if you have any questions or if you're ever in an accident, you can find her on Instagram as the injury paralegal. You can find all her contact information on there. Make sure to like this video, send it to someone who you think might need it. If you're a parent listening to this, send it to your kids or if a husband, send it to your wife or the other way around. <laughs> and make sure that you, if you're on YouTube, like, if you comment, it really helps the alg algorithm. And then if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you like it and review it. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in to Built From The Inside Out. If you enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with someone who could benefit from it. Remember to subscribe to our podcast to stay connected. And here's a special treat for our loyal listeners. Use code BUILT at www.bcnsubs.com for a 10% discount on your next order of BCN supplements. Thank you for being part of our supportive community. We're glad you're here, and we hope you'll join us again in the next episode of Built from the Inside Out.